Hello, this is Pastor Marty Macedo from Fellow Helpers Ministries bringing you another podcast from the Pastor's Study, Biblical Lessons in the Battlefield of Life from a retired pastor of 45 years who was saved after serving as a Staff Sergeant Airborne Ranger in Vietnam. My testimony is shared in Podcast 1. It's my desire to share with you lessons the Lord has taught me over my years of living as a Christian and serving as a pastor. These podcasts are intended to whet your appetite for further personal Bible study. They'll be short, 20 to 30 minutes, and having your Bible and something to jot down notes might be helpful. If you have any questions, you can contact me by email, masitofhm, for fellow helpers ministries, at gmail.com, m-a-s-i-t-t-o-f-h-m, at gmail.com. The title of our Bible study today is Christmas, A Time for Surprises, and we're going to start with Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Let me read them, and we'll have a word of prayer. Christmas, A Time for Surprises, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Shall we pray? Father, thank you for giving us this opportunity for study today, and we pray that as we do, you'll teach us things that will encourage our hearts and also help us to be an encouragement to others. In Jesus' name, amen. I've always enjoyed this passage of scripture. I believe it breaks very nicely into four points. First is, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Second, lean not to thine own understanding. Third, in all thy ways acknowledge him. And fourth, he shall direct thy paths. When we went to our pastor back in 1971 and asked him about going to Bible school, this was the passage of scripture that he opened up to us. And as he shared these four points in these four verses, we never realized how how much of a blessing they were going to be to us over the years. And I'm actually using these two verses because I know they're familiar to you. And I'm also using these two verses because I think they're as practical today as they were, obviously, in 1971. And it really is a great opportunity to look at the Christmas narrative and be able to see these verses actually illustrated in the life of Mary and Joseph. And that's what we're going to do today. When we take a look at Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 and note those four points, we then go into Luke chapter 1. And in Luke chapter 1, we're going to be taking a look at Christmas, a time for surprises. Now, when you go to Luke chapter 1, you'll see this is about Mary. But before we go into that, let me give you a little bit of an introduction. You know, surprises at Christmas are not a new thing. Over the years, we've all tried in some way to buy or make something that would be a surprise to someone at Christmas. The definition of the word surprise means to come upon suddenly or unexpectedly. Take unawares. The idea of surprise is something that's surprising because it's unexpected or unusual. And we always like to try to surprise people, and Christmas time is a great time to do that. I remember one year saving our money and having our children go with me down to a furniture store, and we bought my wife a rocker. And we were so much excited about that rocker and wanting to make it a surprise for Christmas. And we brought it home and had it wrapped in a blanket and distracted mom in the other room. And one of our girls took her in the other room. They were little, you know, five, six, seven years old. 
And as they were in the other room and we're getting this rocker upstairs where we're going to hide it till Christmas time, my wife looks at my one daughter and she says, Melissa, I'll give you a piece of gum if you tell me what it is. She said, a rocker. There was the surprise. <laughs> it was still a surprise, but it was a little uh, before Christmas. Surprises are like that. There's something unexpected. There's something uh, that comes upon us unawares. And, and we enjoy surprises and especially giving surprises at Christmas. Well, the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, was full of surprises for Mary and Joseph. Uh, God was doing something unexpected and God was doing something unusual in their lives. And these were two special people to receive these surprises from God. But as a result, Mary and Joseph illustrate beautifully our passage of Scripture in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, Mary and Joseph. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. What does that mean? Well, each surprise on God's part required surrender on Mary and Joseph's part. Now, we looked at the definition of surprise, that is, to come upon suddenly or unexpectedly. But the idea of surrender is to give oneself up to another's power or control, to give oneself up and yield to another. And so as you take a look at our passages of scripture we're going to be looking at regarding the Christmas narrative, illustrating Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, we're going to see that these surprises that God brings to Mary and Joseph were something that they needed to surrender to in order to receive the blessing. Now, in our introduction, we want to make this point. How do we respond to God's surprises in our lives? Many things happen to us unexpected. Many things happen to us that are unusual from the very hand of God. And the question is, do we surrender to those things, give oneself over to them? Do we, do we give ourselves and yield to another, God, or do we fight God's surprises and, and cause confusion? Remember, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Well, let's take a look at this now with three points in our study today, and I believe the outline will be very simple. If you have a place where you can have your Bible in front of you and have a notepad in front of you, I think you can record this pretty simply, because our first point is this. First, a look at Mary. First, a look at Mary. And in order to look at Mary, we're going to go to Luke chapter 1. And in Luke chapter 1, we're going to read again a very familiar passage of Scripture, but we're going to highlight it under this idea of surprises and surrender. And the first thing we're going to note under a look at Mary is this, her surprise. What was it? Well, it begins in verse 26 and goes down through verse 33. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when he, and when, excuse me, she saw him, um, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel, verse 30, said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. 
And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. And he shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. First our look at Mary, and first our look at her surprise. Here was an angel that was sent from God. We see that very clearly in verses 26 to 27. And we see an announcement that is given from God in verses 28 through 33. And clearly this was a surprise, for it was unexpected and it was unusual. Remember the idea of our term unexpected in regard to a surprise and unusual regarding surprise? Well, obviously, this was a surprise to Mary to find out that she was going to be having a child. Now, this may have seemed impossible, but you'll notice here the idea of the unexpected and the unusual is outlined for us in our verses. In verse 28, you'll see the idea of it being unexpected, for it says, And the angel came unto her, Hail, thou art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, verse 29. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. Well, this is very unexpected. An angel is appearing to me and an angel has a message for me. Then you'll notice how unusual it was in verse 31. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. She was a virgin. She was espoused to a husband, but she was not with him yet. And she was a virgin, yet she was going to conceive. It says clearly in our verses that she knew not a man. Look at verse 34. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Well, you'll notice her surprise. The angel appears to her. The announcement to tell her that she's going to give birth to a child. And her, knowing that she's not known a man, how is this going to be? Well, verse 37 of Luke chapter 1 gives us the answer. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. So as we take a look at Mary and we see her surprise, we now come to the place of having to look at her surrender. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, Mary. Lean not unto thine own understanding. And all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. And where do we see her surrender? In chapter 1, verse 38, which reads, And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Mary gave herself up, surrendered to God's plan and control for her life. This was not easy, folks. If you go just a little bit further in Luke chapter 2, and this is only summarizing with a couple of verses, but it'll bring back a lot to our memories. In Luke chapter 2, verses 34 and 35, we read this about Mary. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thine own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. The Greek word for a sword is the idea of a large sword. And the verb is the idea that this is going to be a continual piercing. Mary found herself surprised, but Mary went ahead and surrendered 
And as a result, was it going to be easy? No. But it was going to be a phenomenal blessing, not just to Mary, but to all of us who received the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. So we take a look at this surprise, and we see her surrender. But we don't stop there just with Mary. Take a look at a second point with me, a look at Joseph. Now, when we talk about Joseph, we go to Matthew chapter 2. And when you go to Matthew, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 1 to begin with, then we'll look at chapter 2. But when we go to, when we go to Joseph and take a look at Matthew chapter 1, we'll see his surprise outlined for us in verses 18 through 23. Here's what we read. Now the birth of Jesus Christ, Matthew 1.18, was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. And Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But when he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her, of her is of the Holy Ghost. And verse 21, she shall bring forth the son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Here is Joseph now, and here is his surprise. It also comes by the angel, verse 20 and verse A, a part A of verse 20. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel Lord appeared unto him in a dream. And the announcement is in verse 20, the second part in verse 23, that even though he and Mary have not officially married or had any relations together, she was with child. And that he now was expected to do what? Marry her. Talk about a surprise. Remember our word, unexpected? Well, chapter 1, verse 18, this was unexpected. Remember the idea of unusual? Chapter 1, verse 19, this is unusual. This is not normal. She is expecting a child, verse 18. And he, being a just man, was ready to put her away privately, for he felt that she'd done something wrong. But the key in this is found in verse 20. Then the angel appears unto Joseph, the son of David, and says, Fear not, take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived of her is of the Holy Ghost. What is the idea here? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Joseph, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine understanding. And all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. As he thought on these things, I believe verse 20 uses that word. I believe that means he was praying about it as to what to do. Verse 19 kind of confirms that. He didn't want to put her away publicly, but privately. He wanted to break the, the betrothal period there. But, but he comes to that point with this tremendous surprise, and in many ways a heart this the surprise that he had, but he had to respond to that surprise by what? Surrender. Did he? Well, let's take a look. We read it a moment ago. Let's highlight it again. Verse 24, and Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel had bidden him and took unto him his wife. And he knew her not 
till she had brought forth her firstborn son and called his name Jesus. Joseph gave himself up to God's plan and control for his life. Was this easy? <laughs> no, this was not easy. Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. Let's just read that. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented on them gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Mary and Joseph did not return to Nazareth. And two years later, we find them still in Bethlehem, and now they're in a house. And they didn't return to Nazareth, I believe, because they were kind of the laughing stock of Nazareth. I mean, think about it. Mary and him saying that the Holy Spirit had given her a child and wasn't conceived illegitimately. I mean, they just thought, well, we won't return home. We'll just stay here in Bethlehem. And they established themselves. And in verse 11, chapter 2, it says they were in a house. You'll also notice, was it easy? Luke chapter 2 and verse 7. When you take a look at Luke chapter 2, verse 7, I'm not sure how many of you thought about this before, but Joseph went to his hometown and nobody had room for him. And none of the inns would make room for him. Why? Well, because the word was out that this couple was had done something wrong in some way, and this didn't make sense, and they were kind of um, blackballed, so to say. There was no room for them in the end. But you know what? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. It's not always easy. Lean not to thine own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Joseph, believing and obeying, at once married his betrothed with all the customary ceremony and took her into his house where she would have his protection and his tender care. How did he respond to God's surprise? He surrendered to it and was blessed for it. But you'll notice now number three, we've taken a look at Mary and her surprise and surrender, and we've taken a look at Joseph and his surprise and surrender. Now we come to Matthew chapter 2 again, and we take a look at both Mary and Joseph and their surprise and surrender. First of all, what was their surprise? Well, we read that just a moment ago, that as they were in chapter 2 of Matthew, verse 11, they were in the house, and here these uh, wise men come and bring them gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, let's just stop there for a moment and think about that. They had been living probably very meagerly. I mean, they came down from Nazareth. He left his carpentry business and things up there, started again down in Bethlehem. They were trying to make things work and go from there. And they probably didn't have much, although their needs were obviously provided. But now, all of a sudden, these wise men come and bring gold and frankincense and myrrh. And they probably go to bed that night thinking, wow, this is amazing that we have these resources now. Joseph is thinking, I can expand my shop and my woodworking business. And Mary is thinking, I can add to the home those, those creature comforts that, that'll make this more of a pleasant place. And, and they go to sleep like that, dreaming these things. But an angel appears, verse 13. And when the angel appears, it said, and when they were departed, that is, the wise men were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream, ready for this surprise, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother 
and flee into Egypt, and be thou there till I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. What a surprise. Again, the angel brings the message, and the announcement is unexpected. That's a surprise. And it's unusual. That's a surprise. Unexpected? What do you mean we have to move? Unusual? Wait a minute. Moving to Egypt, not Nazareth? Wait a minute. What What is going on? But you'll notice in verse 15, it says, and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Now, can you imagine Joseph waking in the morning and waking Mary, and she's ready to go shopping, and he says, We're leaving for Egypt? Quite a surprise. And yet they surrendered to that. Mary and Joseph gave themselves up to God's plan and control for their lives and family. Notice verse 14, chapter 2 of Matthew. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Was it easy? Leaving new roots in Bethlehem? Leaving a house in Bethlehem? No, it wasn't easy. Was it easy going to Egypt, a strange country with strange customs? No, it wasn't easy. But it was the right thing to do. Because God's surprises are always a blessing when we surrender to them. Christmas, a time for surprises. Well, I have a question for you. When you think about this, can I ask, what surprises are you facing today? What things are happening in your life unexpected or unusual? God's surprises. He superintends our lives. He guides and directs our path. And yet when his surprises come, they're very difficult sometimes to surrender to. That is yield to, aren't they? For example, you may be surprised that you're expecting a child that you weren't expecting. Do you surrender to that? Well, obviously, yes. You may be surprised. You went into work this morning and found out your company was closing or downsizing and you lost your job. Uh, you may have been surprised with a promotion, but with that promotion means you're going to have to move and leave your family and your church and move to another community, another area, maybe even across the country. Maybe you went to the doctor for a routine exam and you were surprised to find out that there's something much more serious involved. There are all kinds of surprises that we face today, but when we trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not into our own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him, he will direct thy paths. Yes, Christmas is a time for surprises. May I share one with you from our own life? When I think about God's surprises, unexpected and unusual, and do we surrender to them, even if they're not easy, I think about the call that my wife and I had into the ministry back in 1971-72. I well remember returning from Vietnam, and I know the first thing we did was bought a brand new car. We bought a brand new Toyota Corolla, light blue, beautiful little car, and we were so excited. It was the first brand new car we'd ever bought. 
I remember going back to my old job as a map maker and, and uh, cartographer. Uh, we made topographic land maps, and I had done it before when I was drafted, and my job was still there when I came back. But it was even better than that because the owner of the company came to me and said, uh, Marty, we need another pilot, and I'd like for you to start taking pilot lessons so you can be one of our pilots. So I was starting to take pilot lessons, a dream for me that came true. I remember buying our first house. I remember buying our furniture for our new house. We were able to buy uh, new furniture and get ready to move into the house. And, and then I remember getting saved. And when we came to know the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, it was the most wonderful, thrilling thing in our life. We, we just grew and just loved the Lord. And we were in a good church and a good pastor preaching, teaching the Word of God. Sunday school classes that were designed to teach the Word and help us to study through the week and discuss it on Sunday. Uh, I remember having our first child. Uh, we had our first girl uh, one year after I was wounded. I was wounded on October 26, 1971. I, I mean, 1970. And our daughter was born exactly on October 26, 1971. It was just amazing all these things the Lord had done for us and how our life was just fitting together so beautifully. And then we went to a Christian school banquet and uh, Dr. Steele from Clearwater Christian College was speaking about the need for Christian education and need for people to know about the Lord. And my wife and I got in that little Toyota Corolla driving away from that banquet and we both knew that God wanted us to be two of those people that would help others come to know the Lord. And my friends, that was a surprise. <laughs> that was a surprise to think that we were going to be going in the ministry and have to train for the ministry you talk about something that was unexpected and unusual. It was unexpected and it was unusual. But then we had a decision to make. Were we going to surrender? Were we going to leave the job? Were we going to leave the house? Were we going to sell the furniture? We were going to move to a strange place. Was I going to submit myself to four years of study? And you know something? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not to thine own understanding. God's surprises are different than what we think. And lean not to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him. Lord, is this really what you want? And he will direct thy paths. And for over 45 years, he's never failed to bring that to pass in our life, no matter what the surprises. That call in the ministry wasn't the only surprise we've ever had, folks. And I'm sure you listening today can say you've had a number of surprises also. But we want to remember the lesson that we're learning from Mary and Joseph as it illustrates those great verses in Proverbs. God's surprises are met with our surrender. And we are always blessed when we follow his direction. I don't know what's happening in your life today but I sure hope that whatever it is, you'll claim those verses. And although you're surprised, I pray you'll surrender and watch God's plan unfold in your life. This has been from the Pastor Study with Pastor Marty Macedo. You may email me at macedofhm at gmail.com, M-A-S-I-T-T-O-F-H-M at gmail.com. 
Lord willing, we'll post another Bible study next week. But until then, remember, we all face surprises from God that require us to surrender to his will. How are you at surrendering to his surprises? Thank you for listening and have a great day.